Hey y'all, it's Jess. And it's Cass. And we are the Long Distance Fangirls. Today we're talking about the songs Come On, Come On, Last First Kiss, and Heart Attack. We hope you enjoy! So Cass, I hear you have some big news. Why don't you tell everyone? Sure. So, um, big news that I found out actually two weeks ago, but we didn't record last week. So, (laughs) um, but the big news is that I got a job. Ah, Oh my God. Big claps. Big claps. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so, so excited. Um, this has been a long time coming and I'm just very, very excited to finally have a, not you know what I mean by a real job, like a job within my field and all this kind of stuff. I am no longer just going to be a concierge, like <laughs> a salary job. Let's put it. Yes, up. exactly. A job with benefits. Oh my God. We stand benefits. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so we actually took last week off and recording wise it doesn't affect you guys at all but for us in the u for me in the u.s jess is actually in the uk now but yesterday was thanksgiving so today is quote-unquote black friday but with covid there really is no such thing as a black friday in person well there is but the no, i was gonna say that, people I know doing that are not smart people <laughs> that are still going to the shops today and i have some pretty stinky thoughts about them oops i said yeah. it but there's lots of online sales going on today, none of which I'm checking out because I don't need anything. But I need so many things. And <laughs> and I are planning on perusing during the Notre Dame football game this evening uh, because we need like all the furniture. I love our apartment, but we we don't have things. <laughs> Yeah, give us give us a London update, a, an apartment update. How's how's the London life? London life is currently being experienced in quarantine. So (laughs) I got here on Saturday, um, the 14th of November. And so I've been in quarantine for the last two weeks and I get to finally leave the apartment for the first time, like step foot outdoors. I haven't checked my weather app in two weeks, guys. Like that's, that's where we're at. Um, I get to go like outside the front door starting on Sunday morning, and I'm super excited about it um, because, as I mentioned before, there's just certain things that we need. Like, first of all, I need to get my residence permit picked up. That's, like, the biggest one. And then uh, beyond that, I need, like, a bed and uh, (laughs) storage and, uh, you know, just adult things. So you'll be taking up all these Black Friday deals today. Oh my God. I have already seen something on like lamps and (laughs) lamps. Wow. She's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. That's where my day is at guys. Well, Hey, that's okay. That's what black Friday's for is to buy those things that you're like, it's throughout the year. You're like, I don't want to buy this. I don't want to get it. Like I just, I don't want to pay for it. And then now today's the day. I know for me, Black Friday shopping always consisted of like Barnes and Noble 
because <laughs> I would go and get books for cheaper and they would have the signed books because I mean you know you got a few for Christmas I did and I loved them or I would buy perfume on Black Friday because perfume is so oh. so expensive otherwise I'm like and <laughs> fun fact I I still use the One Direction perfume <laughs> And I would buy it on Black Friday for cheaper. That's amazing. I love that so much. Actually, I remember you used the One Direction perfume because on my wedding day, you <laughs> let me use it as like my something borrowed. Uh. Yep. Yep. I will own up to the fact that it. I still use it. It smells good. I use um, Our Moment, the first one that came out, because I know they have two. And I never That's had the second one. And I just, it's, it's good. Like, I don't, people can judge me all they want. Like, I, I love it. It smells good. Sorry, this is off topic, but I think people kind of shit on celebrity perfumes. And it's like, some of them are not that bad. Like, I know it's just a money grab for some people, but I don't know. I'm all for the One Direction perfume. I love the One Direction perfume. I really like Kim Kardashian's perfume. I've never bought it, but I've smelled it in Ulta multiple times. And it always, like, I don't know. It just has a really nice scent. And those are the only two. The Justin Bieber one I've smelled, but I don't remember liking it that much. I'm trying to I've think if smelled, I've smelled the Lady Gaga one. I have a friend who has it, and I've smelled it. And it's pretty good. And I've always heard good things about, I think, Ariana Grande's. I don't know. <gasps> yes, I've heard amazing things about but yeah, her. Yeah, I've heard hers is really good too. So I'm like, you know what? People can do what they want. But this, okay, again, sorry, it's so off topic. But this past week, I got this random free sample in the mail of a perfume. You know, those really tiny bottles that you get in the little card stock pages? No, but I will believe you. <laughs> I got this like, it's like a one or two use little spray bottle that I got in the mail for and it's a That's valent cool. it's a valentino perfume and i was like oh my god so i tried it this week i tried it on wednesday because i had a busy day wednesday and so i was like you know what i'm gonna try it today i'm gonna because i had work and stuff i'm like i'm gonna go around and i expensive perfumes last so long <laughs> i was like it was the end of the day and i was like oh my gosh i can still smell myself it smelled good like really really good but i'm like i i kind of get why these are so expensive but also like i don't know it made me question if it's worth it like is it worth dropping a hundred dollars on these because they do last all day long and like i do smell really good the whole day but a hundred dollars i don't know I've always told myself that when I get a, like, job that pays well, because hashtag still unemployed, um, <laughs> when I get a job that pays well, the first thing that I'm going to treat myself to is a nice perfume, and the second thing is a nice purse, because those are the two things that I've always, like, really wanted, and it's going to happen one day. So you think it's worth it. Okay, that's, this whole week I've been, or the last half of the week since I used it, I've been fighting with myself, I'm like, I think it's worth it, but also, really, is it, like, $100 to smell good when I can use cheaper perfumes and just reapply throughout the day? But I don't know. I was like, I think it might be worth it. <laughs> I think it's worth it if you have enough reason to wear it often. Because, like, 
those types of perfumes aren't like everyday perfumes, you know? No, no. And that's why I chose like Wednesday because I had a really busy day and I was like, this is the time where I can try this because enough people will smell me. If that makes sense, that sounds so weird, but it's like I will be around people. So it's no, that makes complete sense. I agree. Uh huh. Because there's some days like not right now, but like with certain like with my previous job, I would uh, have meetings or like be around like a lot of people or have like different interactions with different, you know, and those would be days or different like like I went to a conference once and it would have been nice to have like a really nice perfume to go with like my really fancy outfit that I had to wear, you know? Yeah. Well, sorry make a good I, impression. Yes. I apologize for leading the train way off track, but <laughs> I needed well, I needed perfume advice. This is a catch up session. This is <laughs> I needed catch up and One Direction. You are good. I needed to know if everyone's perfume thoughts because I just I've been fighting with myself this whole last half of the week. So I was like, it smelled so good, but also then I wonder like. Is it too overwhelming for people? Because I, I, if I can go throughout the whole day and I can smell myself, is it too much for other people? <laughs> like, I don't know. That is a fear of mine, too, with, like, expensive perfumes. I'm not going to lie. I tend to, like, if I'm going to splurge on perfume now, like, I'll get, like, the pink or Victoria's Secret stuff that's, like, almost nice. <laughs> I think theirs is a good in-between, because I know, like, you've gifted me Victoria's Secret perfume before, and those were, like, my special occasion ones, rather than, like, the One Direction one, because while it smells really good, it's not an expensive perfume, so it doesn't last as long as the others. The Victoria's Secret one is a very good in-between, where it's like, did it last as long as this Valentino one did? No. But it still lasts a very long time, and it still smells good, so. Also on that in-between list is the One Direction perfume, and we're full circle. There you go. Yes. (laughs) Bringing it (laughs) back to what we're actually talking about today. Our first song we're talking about is Come On, Come On. And uh, I know Jess has some really big thoughts on this song. (laughs) (laughs) She has a lot more thoughts than I do on this one. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. I went into this song with such low expectations. Like, I'm talking, like, bottom rung, like, not expecting to feel anything about this song. Because with the title of the song, Come On, Come On, I started instantly comparing it to Na Na Na. Which you guys know that from... (laughs) the previous like part of this season, I put na 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 pretty freaking low on my list as in like literally the last spot. It was dead so last. Into, <laughs> it was dead last. Um, so I went into this expecting it to be kind of similar. I'm like, it's just kind of like a sound effect. It's not really like words. It's not going to be very heartfelt. And you know what? It's not necessarily heartfelt, but it is a, Bop, guys. I freaking jammed to this. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't want to put it as high as I did in my rating and my ranking. And I know we're not there yet. I did not want to. But I listened to it six times. Six times before we recorded today. Not to mention the other times that I listened to it, like, earlier in the week to prepare. Guys, I couldn't convince myself to move it. I couldn't. I'm obsessed with it. I... 
I am not that obsessed, but I did say <laughs> that we're kind of reverting back to that Up All Night, Thumpy Club vibe type song, but this one is done correctly, unlike the yes. ones on Up All Night, like Na 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 and other ones that are escaping my mind at the moment, but... I know in previous episodes we said that some songs like that sounded unfinished, and this one is a finished Thumpy Club song. <laughs> like, it, it is what it is, but at least it's done right. What I think I can respect so much about this, and maybe it's why I have it so high rating, is that there is so much overlap in their voices. Not necessarily harmonies, which there is some of that, but it's also just like they kind of have crossovers and then you have like Zane with like the high notes at the end. And I know he does that on Up All Night too, but for some reason this time it was just different. And all of the guys are featured in this song too. I would like to add that, which is special. And, and I don't know, there's highly. Yes. Like there was it's a like, lot of Niall and Louie yeah. in this song. Which just made me smile so much. It was so good. But I think, honestly, that's, like, what really stood out to me with it is that it was, like you said, it, it's very similar to their other stuff, but it's so just, like, there's so many layers to it. There's so much, like, going on in it, and it's so good. And also, as we mentioned in the previous episode, you can tell it's a live band instead of synth music in the back. One, how you were saying about all the overlap with the guy's voices, one of my favorite parts of the song is um, Louis in the pre-chorus, and then there's this transition of, to Harry that goes perfectly into the chorus. And I just, I love that transition from Louis to Harry. I think it's done very well. Girl, I know exactly what part you're talking about. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I also have, while we're speaking of Harry, I have a note of Harry on the bridge. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, I literally, my only other like huge note about this, other than the fact that I just loved it, I could jam to this. I could like literally belt this song all day, every day, uh, is that Zane truly sounds like a masterpiece. His voice sounds so developed on this. Not to mention, as I said before, with like his harmonies and like his like high notes, they're just so mm, perfect. French kiss. Wow, French kiss. <laughs> well, you know, like the the. I don't know. Chef, I'm trying to... Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Who am I? Who is she? Oh I can't. Oh, my God. Ooh, she's enjoying time with her husband. That's what I'm hearing. Anyways. Oh, my word. <laughs> um, <laughs> something about this song that I wanted to say. Oh, my God. I need a second. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what I had on this song was that I think it was a really, really good live song. But I don't, I've never really loved this song, and I still, it hasn't aged with time with me anymore. Like, I don't love it any more than I used to. And I do have to say, so now that we're of the age where we can go out and stuff, obviously not now in COVID, but when this song came out, we were too young to go to bars or clubs or anything. But this song gave me way too high of expectations of what would happen at a party or club. Like, <laughs> someone's going to look across the room at me, and they're going to fall in love with me instantly. Like, no, that doesn't happen to people like us. Like, that, <laughs> that does not 
happen to the average human being? That is movie magic that just doesn't happen. And I, when I got to the age where I could go to bars and clubs and stuff, I, not that I expected this to happen, but I was like, why is this in every big song? Like that someone's just going to look across the room at you and instantly fall in love with you. Or not even fall in love, but like have a connection in a way like that just it doesn't happen I don't know I agree with that for sure is I feel like not just this song but like a lot of songs like stole my heart is also another one that we've talked about that kind of did that where I was like oh so things are just gonna get easier on the dating scene when you get older and that was not true if anything they got harder I thought but yeah I also so the first line of this song is the one that I came with, she had to go, then you looked amazing standing alone. It's like, they moved on fast. I think that could be interpreted in different ways. Like, maybe they just came with a friend. But if they came with another girl, and she had to leave, and then you're instantly moving on to this other person, that is very unlike One Direction's vibe. I That's a really good point that I... Mm, didn't think about but I guess the way that I instantly would interpret that it would be meaning like they weren't hitting it off like it was a first date like and they yeah she had to go. like we weren't we weren't the right ones yeah but that's also me probably having like a really naive look on things because I love the song so well and that's I mean and I don't mean to be cynical about it or anything that can be interpreted in so many different ways but and like I had never even really noticed it before but today when I listened I was like wow they're just starting right off the bat of like we didn't like this girl we're moving on to the next the one that we just fell in love with at the club because that happens all the time I don't know this song is just kind of it's not bad but it's just it's not it for me well I think we've both gotten our feelings out there. Are you ready to rate this song? Yes. So I gave Come On, Come On a three and a half. I actually think I'm going to adjust it. I think I'm going to give it a three. I gave it a three and a half last week when I listened. I think I'm going to move it to a straight three. This is embarrassing. Get ready to your Jesses, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a three, just because three, it's very average. But it is my vibe, and because of that, I listed it as a (laughs) (laughs) 4.5. Oh my god, this song is not that good. Like, I thought it was bad last album when I had I Wish so high, and you had it so low, but this, this one might be worse, like... (laughs) Okay, but you can say that because you did that. But I'll also own up that this is probably going to be my outlier of the group. Yeah, this is going to be the one. This is the I wish of Take Me Home, people. You're experiencing it early. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, not embarrassed about it, though, because I, like I said, I did my homework. I listened to it six times. And you know what? I even listened to it back to back with little things to try to see if I could, like, slide it under little things i was like i can't i cannot i love little things don't get me wrong but i can't put it there i can't hey we're not judgmental here your opinion's your opinion how you feel is how you feel we love that you're getting it out in the open that jess loves come on come on i did not know that in our whole 
decade plus of friendship, I did not know that you liked this song that much. Well, I don't think I did in the past. I think that's what's so special about, like, this is that, and I think you and I talked about it, like, at one point, but how I am rating these and ranking these is very much about how I'm feeling, like, in this present moment, and it could so change. And, like, that's why some songs that I absolutely loved before are so low like I wish I used to love I wish and I put it so low like on my the last album and I think another one of these songs that we're about to talk about today is another one like that yeah but let's wrap up come on come on and now let's move on to last first kiss so I'm gonna start off and say I hate the start of this song i absolutely hate it it's so boring it i can't figure out the tempo like it's very it it feels like it should be a beat but it's not and it's just very weird and i don't like the beginning of the song at all like it just starts off on a wrong foot to me i kind of agree with that and like here's my thing with this song too is it sounds like it's supposed to be a ballad and it is a ballad to a certain extent but it doesn't have the same vibe. They like boost it up too much to a sense that it just kind of like on yes. the course, loses its ballad. Like it's so presence. weird. It is. It's a weird song. I can't figure it out. Like, I don't know what it's supposed to be. So I don't love it for that, but this is the first song that I noticed at least. I don't know about the previous, but Louie, Liam, and Zane all have writing credits for this song. And that's the first time that I think please correct me if I'm wrong in comments or whatever. But I think this is the first time in chronological order that they have writing credits. That's awesome. I didn't know that. At least that's what Genius says. Do we trust Genius? I don't know. But I think that's so cool. It's it's kind of stinks that it's this song because I don't love this song, but but writing credits can mean a whole lot of things. It doesn't necessarily mean that they wrote the tune. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. It could mean that they wrote like one line of the song. Yeah. So exactly. And uh, I will say this. I will say this. I used to love this song. It was actually one of those songs that I was referring to earlier. Um, this song used to be one of my favorites. It used to be probably my favorite on the, besides Little Things, it was like my favorite on the Take Me Home album because of the lyrics and because they made me feel so seen. So the fact that they were written potentially in some capacity by members of the band makes that even more like real for my like 16 year old self. Yeah. So Give us more details on it made you feel seen. Like, what do you mean by that? So, Last First Kiss, they, I'm trying to get the exact lyrics here. It says, I want to be last, yeah, baby, let me be your, let me be your last first kiss. I want to be first, want to be the first to take it all away like this. So, with those lyrics, I didn't really date anybody in high school, and I know you really didn't either until our senior year. So when this song came out, we were both very single and were surrounded by a lot of our friends who were in relationships. And And, uh, just a note, neither of us had really had a first kiss either. No. Because I know those can come in like random things, but no relationship, no kisses. So no experience really like with guys at all. And when you're 16, that can feel like 
like the worst thing ever. You feel like really insecure about it. At least I did. Um, Oh, I did too. (laughs) Because I was like, no guy is ever going to want to date me if I have never dated anyone before. And let alone kiss me. Like, I'm not going to have any experience with that. I'm not going to be a good kisser. It's going to be bad. All of those things like go through your mind when you're a teenager. And And so just to know still to this age, like people go through that stuff and there's nothing wrong with that, but no, there's not anything wrong with that. And this song made me realize that. And it didn't necessarily fix all of my insecurities. Like they're still there in the back of your mind, but it did make me feel seen because it kind of reminded me like, hey, it doesn't matter what your experience level is. Like somebody's going to want you for you. And that's essentially what the song is saying. Like they don't care that you've never kissed a guy. They don't care that you've never like been serious with anyone. They don't care about that. They want to be the first to take it away. They want to be the last person to take it away. And they want you for where you are and who you are. And that I just think when I was 16, like was my anthem. So Yeah, no, I think that's, I honestly had never realized that, but I mean, we were in the same boat and everything with that, and that's so true. I guess I never, I didn't like this song that much back then either, so I just never think I gave it the the time to really pay attention to it, but that is so, so true, and I hope more people got that out of this song, because... There were a lot of people our age who were kind of in the same... It felt like we were alone in that, but we weren't in reality. Just because we had a lot of friends who were in relationships and things doesn't mean we were the only people in the world like that. And I'm glad that this song could offer peace of mind to people like us, you know? Yeah, and you and I also come from a small town. So when a bunch of people around us are in relationships, it's more likely to like have a greater effect on us because we don't see people like us at the time, you know, like we weren't represented in our community as well as being like strong, single feminist women like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, and being in a small town, everybody dates each other. So it's like (laughs) if one friend's in a relationship, they're probably in a relationship with another friend. (laughs) So, that is true. That is a very good point. <laughs> Small town vibes. But uh, gotta love it. One thing that I wanted, just kind of a little fun note I wanted to say was that despite me giving all of this kind of little hate to this song, I do like the chorus because there's lots of Louie and I think the you is so funny sorry you all had to just hear that but I just that cracks me up every time I hear it you know what I just thought of having you do that and talk about the chorus because I went and looked at the lyrics as you were saying it on my other tab and during their documentary film they do like a like I don't know what the proper like an island type vibe to this song they do like a little cover in like rehearsals or something oh yeah it's very, oh, I love that. I, I always, like, remember thinking that that part of the movie was really cute because it's just them kind of vibing and doing their own thing. It makes me wonder how many other of their songs they kind of did stuff like that with. But anyway, just a fun little note. I forgot about that. I haven't watched This Is Us in so long. It's been a very, oh. very long time. I recently watched it when I was feeling 
down in the dumps because my dad was like, we're going to watch it because that's a movie that'll make you happy. And I was like, wow, what a saint. But <laughs> we love our, you know, and while we're talking about our dads, I have to give a huge shout out to my dad because he always told me, obviously Jess and I always went to One Direction concerts together, but he was like, if you ever need somebody to take you to one of these concerts, I will take you. And I was oh. like, that's so nice because a lot of dads, wouldn't do that and I'm just like thank you thank you for supporting this unhealthy love (laughs) (laughs) I mean there's honestly nothing that we love more than supportive parents like that's fantastic and especially like a dad with a boy band like that's special yeah yeah exactly but that is all I had on this song I really didn't have too much I didn't either because I knew that that story was going to take up a lot of time (laughs) but I'm ready to rate this song I will start, I guess. I gave it a three as well as Come On, Come On. It also gets a three. Again, very average. Didn't love it then. Don't really love it now. But it's not bad in any means either. That's totally fair. I gave it a 3.5. So we're definitely more on the same level this time. It was good. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. Now, moving on to the song that we've been waiting for this whole episode heart attack Woo! this song this song is the bob this is the take me home bob like i used to love this song this was one of my favorites on off the album this song is truly like when i think of one direction and i think of like my prime fangirl stage this is one of those songs that comes to mind. And I think it's just because it was so fun. It was it was like one of their first songs on this album that was like just kind of goofy. It remind it's goofy, but it's the good type of goofy again. Like it's you it's know like it's it's a very much a we're having fun type song. Like, yeah, another world is goofy and all that, but those were those were different. This feels like they can just let loose and have fun. This is the goofy One Direction song. Another World and all the other ones off Up All Night don't feel like them. This feels like them. Well, and this one doesn't sacrifice talent in order to get the goofy fun side either. It's really important. It, they still sound really like quality musicians in this piece. Yeah, and I mean, if we're going to talk about the goofy, we have to talk about the... Ow! Oh my god! <laughs> yes, we do! I am never going to get over the fact that Niall demanded to be that voice. I'm never going to get over it. Never. I just, I I don't think I ever truly realized that that was Niall. I mean, I saw it live and stuff, but I had kind of forgotten since. And when I was looking up lyrics for this, I was like, oh my God, Niall does the, ow, that's so great. It's I very think it him. Was like a big thing though, wasn't it? Wasn't like a huge thing that he was, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought there was like an interview or, like, a twit cam? Is that what they used to be called? Oh, um, my God, I forgot about twit cams. <laughs> where, oh, girl. I wish I could forget about it, but I'm still scarred at the fact that I missed several of them because of school. It's fine. Um, God. Uh, but Niall, I thought, like, made a big deal. Like, he was, like, throwing a little bit of a, a fit because... He was like, it's going to be me or it's not going to be anybody. <laughs> Maybe I don't wrong. remember I that I thought all, that was but... talked about. I thought that was a thing. I could be wrong. Correct I me mean, if I'm wrong, folks. <laughs> there's so much to remember about them that 
that was probably something that slipped through the cracks for me. But I love that Niall sings those because and my biggest note on this song, I have heart attack walked so better than words could run. And I just feel like this is like the prequel to better than words because Niall does a bunch of those sound effects too. As we all know, he does the (laughs) most important sound effect of that song, but, (laughs) but I feel like this song opened them up to that and made them realize that we love those fun type songs because I mean, better than words is probably one of their biggest songs to true fans, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And I feel like this just opened the door for it. They do have a similar vibe, and I don't think I put that together before you just said that. So that's a good note. Love that. You know what else I love? Louis at the end. What part? I'm pretty sure he's, like, on the bridge. I just have Louis at the end in my notes, so I don't remember the exact part. But I just know that he had a solo, his voice was featured, and he sounded like an actual king on that part. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. The bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time you look like that. Yes. Oh, my God. How could I forget about that? Oh, my God. Girl, yes. he's your man. <laughs> I I didn't get to listening to this song this morning, so I wasn't, I couldn't remember which part. But yes. Oh, he's so good at that. And I just, I I loved this song both live, but I also love it just a normal version. And Back then, this was probably one of my favorite songs. And looking back at what discography we had. So we only had Up All Night and Take Me Home. And I think this is by far one of the best back then. Obviously, as the other albums came out and more songs joined the discography, Heart Attack kind of fell through the cracks, I think. Um, Songs like Better Than Words kind of took its place. And... I that it makes me a little sad, but I think back then this song was so so good. And while I don't love it as much as I did then, now I can still so much appreciate that this song gave me so much happiness back then. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think I it's now that I forgot about this song, definitely didn't forget it, but. It does kind of go to the back of your mind with everything else that has come out since, but it's still like always going to be remembered like when it comes to mind this being like a favorite you know yeah for sure well that's all I had to say on that do you have anything else to add about heart attack nope I am ready to rate it let's go I will go first I gave heart attack a four Ooh, pretty high I gave it a three and a half okay okay that's fair just I think if I had rated it back then definitely would have given it a four but I think now that we just have everything to compare it to, I gave it a three and a half. Completely understandable. I mean, I, I like this song a lot, obviously, but Are it we is kind of to- goofy, as we said. So Yes. Well, I am ready to give my full album rating, if you are. I am. Not full album. Six song rating. Ranking. <laughs> <laughs> full well, album thus far. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll go ahead and start. So in sixth, I have Last First Kiss. In five, I have Come On, Come On. Ouch. Four, I have Live While We're Young. Three, I have Heart Attack. Two, Little Things. And number one is Still Kiss You. This is hilarious because I feel like 
with Up All Night, you and I have a pretty similar list up until, like, kind of the middle. Oh, my God. We're very off right now. <laughs> wow, there's, like, nothing the same. The only thing that's in the exact same spot right now, well, little things at Heart Attack, but the rest are just, like, all mixed up in there. But, anyway. <laughs> my list is number six, Live While We're Young. Number five, Kiss You. Number four, Last First Kiss. Number three, Heart Attack. Number two, Little Things. And number one, Come On, Come On. <laughs> well, there you have Laugh it, Laugh all you want, Chica. <laughs> Laugh all you want. That's, let us know your thoughts on that. But before we end this episode, I liked how in the in the past few episodes we've done little updates about the guys' life right now. And there is a lot to talk about in the in the news of what's going on with the solo careers now. Yeah, there is. Especially with Harry at the moment, because he's been getting a lot of attention for his recent Vogue cover. Yes, so at the time of recording, this has been news for about a month or so, but it's still in the news. Like, it's still being talked about. It is, and it's like, I've heard so many different takes on it, and... I, I, at first, like, was super on board, but then I heard, like, this take from the trans community, and it, like, made me step back and be like, oh, maybe, like, it's not 100%, like, great, but then a lot of people are like, it's still okay, but, like, it would be better if we normalize this for every everybody and not just celebrities, and I was like, that's a good way to put it. So, I don't know. I'm like, what are your thoughts, Cass? I think it is... Um, amazing. Sorry, I was trying to think of a good word for it. So obviously, a lot of trends and normalizing of things don't happen until celebrities do it. Obviously, yep. it would be fantastic if we could normalize more unisex, gender neutral, whatever it's supposed to be called, type of clothing. I think people should be able to wear whatever they want. That is you know, of course, um, like not mean or anything, mean-spirited, if they're wearing things that make them feel comfortable. And obviously, it's known that Harry feels comfortable dressing like that. Anybody who is a fan of him knows that he enjoys dressing like that. He is very high fashion. He wears Gucci all the time. He is a very fashionable person. And I think him being on Vogue just by itself is a very smart move just by how fashionable of a person he is. Vogue is perfect for him. Now, the fact that he chose to wear a dress, I think that's fine. I think it is a good first step in normalizing things like that. I think he looked great. And all these people that are so upset, I don't think they realize that this new generation of people, we are not thrown off by it like it isn't weird to most of us we're just glad that he's comfortable we think he still looks good like I don't care if a guy wants to wear a dress if he's happy in that he still looks good like I still find him very attractive it doesn't change that you know I agree I think it's important to also note that he was the first man to have appeared solo on the magazine's cover yeah, I think that in itself is the fact that he broke down that barrier is very important. Because now he's opening the door for other men in fashion to do things like that. Because it's it's 
people always talk about women in men dominated industries and of course that's a huge issue but that's talked about i think the fact that there's men trying to break through into these women dominated industries isn't talked about and it's something that happens all the time and the fact that harry was able to be that person to kind of take that first step is awesome and now i hope they have more guys covering vogue because there are tons of high fashion guys yeah i I think it's also amazing. First of all, he looks fantastic. Like, let's start there because (laughs) it needs to be said. Um, Second of all, so I took a class in college called Celebrity Culture. um, And essentially, it studied how the entertainment industry and Hollywood and not just like actors, but like musicians and fashion icons and all of that throughout history have really impacted society and culture in general, especially in the U.S. And I think I agree that change has to start with entertainment. You have to be entertained at some stage before you can have your mind expanded. I don't know why, but I've always kind of latched on to that. And I'm not saying that that means that we completely get rid of representation. And yeah, Harry likes to and feels comfortable dressing in traditionally feminine style clothing. But do I think that this might have been a better role for maybe a trans man? Potentially, yeah. Um, But that said, I do think that there's a lot to be said about the conversation that's being had around it right now. And um just the fact that it's opening people's eyes already is huge. So love that. I also just want to say too, though, like real quick that I think it's despite the fact that it is Harry and he's not trans. I think that the fact it opens up the door that kind of like you were saying, people can wear whatever the hell they want. There's no, like there doesn't have to be such a box that you're only going to wear feminine or masculine clothing and I don't think that your sexuality has to define that either. So I think, yes, it. I think it's great. I also see the the one argument for or why it's not great, too. I see both sides of it. But I, only that argument. I don't see the other one that people are trying to give, like, this isn't natural. This is, we need manly men in our world. I oh, don't that is that argument. <laughs> Well, and then, I mean, if we're going to talk about, let's just talk about her, Candace Owens, and she's so up in arms about this. She literally cannot give an argument about this because she has been on covers of things or red carpets or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't really know who she is, but I have seen pictures of her in suits and stuff. And I'm like, well, if you're going to talk about a manly man, suits are more, by definition, masculine clothing. Are you really going to try and be hypocritical about that? Like, you look good in a suit. He looks good in a dress. Who cares? I think, and going back to what you said on being influenced by celebrities and stuff, I think that's amazing that Harry has such an influence on having people dress how they want. I know I... He's opened my eyes up to more fashion. I mean, Jess and I have this conversation all the time of when we have money, it's over for you bitches, like our (laughs) styles coming in and all this stuff. And it's like, I think he has influenced so many 
men, women, whoever, to dress how they want. I mean, girls go to these Harry Styles concerts. I mean, guys too, but I mainly see girls going to these concerts and they look so good. They wear these suits and I'm like, I want to do that, you know? They look so good and I'm just glad that they have somebody who has such an influence and can kind of bring the conversation to light of dressing how you want. The other thing I just don't fully understand why people are so freaking up on arms about this is because, let's be real here for a second, Harry's not the first one to do this. Like, I know we're talking oh and we're giving God, him a lot no. of praise. He's not the first one to do it at all. It's been going on for literal decades. This is do, not new. This is like, not, people, like, surprising. Do people know how badly women wanted Prince back in the day? It's literally the exact same thing with Harry. Like, every mom wanted Prince. Now every young girl wants Harry. Like, it's the exact same thing. I don't think men realize <laughs> we like guys who dress feminine. Like, this isn't news. No, or like, even, okay, let's talk about Freddie Mercury. Like, people loved him, or uh, David Bowie, or like, all of these, like, the icons. The goes uh, on and on and on. It does, it does. And like, it's just, it's mind-blowing to me, truly mind-blowing that people are so just, like, critical of this in 2020 after we've had rock bands do this forever. We've had pop groups do this forever. Like, come on. And also, okay, let's just talk about this real quick, too. Fashion is similar to music or acting in the sense that it's a form of art. It's a form of art. Vogue displays a form of art. And since when is an art form labeled by gender? That is exactly right. But Also, speaking of Harry, he is now not only Vogue cover, he is Grammy nominated. Which is bomb. Love that. Yeah, I mean, I have lots of thoughts on the Grammys in general, and I do not agree with a lot of what's been happening the past few years with who's been nominated and won and all of that. But I think that's just awesome that he's getting recognition because I think Fine Line is an amazing album, and I'm glad that it is getting recognition. I agree. Um, I With everything you said, I know the Grammys have a lot of like prejudice within them, and a lot of changes need to be made, but um, I think Fine Line is great. Also, Speaking- oh, go ahead. Oh, this is not related to Harry, so if you no, want Harry. No, I have, no, I'm done with Harry. <laughs> I want to talk okay. about Liam. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say one other comment real fast, but um, Up All Night just celebrated its one year, or not one year, my God, um, (laughs) 10 year anniversary. We've actually hit the anniversary of all the albums this month. We have, but Up All Night just being the 10 year, like, um, I saw that like a week or two ago in my feed and I was like, oh, that's so cute. I love that for us. (laughs) We're getting old. <laughs> Woo! Okay, last uh, solo update, I guess I really wanted to talk about Liam, our TikTok king. He, <laughs> he, so he does these live streams and stuff, and he was on this podcast recently, too, and I haven't listened to that yet. I, I know, I don't think I give Liam as much attention as he deserves, and I do feel bad about that, but I only have so many hours in the day, but I do love Liam. And he recently was on, I don't know if it's a live stream or what, and he said that there was a second Midnight Memories video, and 
Oh, I that was just, pretty big. I need to see that. And I'm just wondering, are, okay, so Directioners, they're known uh, basically FBI spies. <laughs> we have hacked airport feeds. We have hacked so many things. The hospital records. Like, why can we not find this Midnight Memories video? <laughs> Yeah, get on it, guys. I'm not tech savvy, but uh, I know plenty of y'all are, so chop, chop. Time's a waste-in. Somebody find that, but yeah. I I feel like I need to give Liam a little love, because I feel like he gets... He doesn't get the love he deserves. I I don't think he has very good management right now. I don't like his management. And I think that's the biggest issue, because I think he, as a person, is not what we see is not what comes out in his music because his recent album was trash. Trash. <laughs> and I don't think that's him. I think he's better than that. And I just, I think these live streams and him being on TikTok is giving us a chance to like see the real him. And I, I'm loving it. So show Liam. I hope you. I hope you're right with that, and that it's not the opposite. If you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I never really know with him because it's like I want to give him love because I think he deserves it. And I truly hope that the music he puts out is not him because his music is very misogynistic, among other things. So, yeah, but I don't know. I have one more update because I think it's important that we talk about it, even though I didn't watch it and I don't think you did either. And that was that Niall performed... He performed at the Royal Albert Hall in London um, live. I don't know exactly what it was for, but um, that's a pretty big deal. Like, if I'm totally honest, like, that's a pretty big, like, stage, pretty, like, well-known name. Um, so go him. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And Louis doing a live show, too. He just put out the other day. I think that's awesome. I'm so glad that they're doing this. And while I do not have the time nor the money to afford all of these shows... Um, I think that's awesome that they're doing that, and I hope they keep doing it through quarantine, because we need it. We do. I agree with that. Okay, well, that's all the updates I have. Yeah, there was a, I knew there was a lot that we needed to get through, so Zane, sorry, I don't know what's going on in his life. He has a kid to take care of, so (laughs) congrats on the baby a few months ago. (laughs) Um, okay, well, this was a really fun episode. I think... We had some really good points to cover, and I'm glad that we were able to do this today. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this episode was everything that you wanted it to be. Um, If you have some thoughts, especially on Come On, Come On, I need some feedback on (laughs) these polarizing opinions that we have. Let us know. Follow us on social media. We are at LD Fangirls Pod on all the big ones. Um, We have a Facebook group that you can join to get the full experience of what the LD Fangirls Podcast is. Um, Give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Yes, and then if you would like to give us your thoughts in a more formal way and in a way that will help boost our podcast in the rankings, you can do that by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate every review that we get, and if you give us any feedback, we will definitely take it into consideration and implement the changes as much as possible. But thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We have a great time every week and look forward to this, so thank you. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.